Good evening. Thank you for listening. Tonight we're going to talk about trauma binds. Before we talk about the trauma bind, let's talk about trauma. Trauma is a deeply distressing or disturbing situation. It changes you. It's a major life disruption that creates a new normal. You cannot simply go back to the old you. There is no old you. Healing from trauma means finding new strengths and new joy. So, yes, we went along for the person that we were before our traumatic event. But in a way, that person lacked boundaries or was weak in some way that allowed the trauma to happen. And that's not to victimize you, but that just means that we take accountability and we change our behaviors. And anytime something leads us to a painful outcome, we set new boundaries because it is our responsibility to show up for our inner child and take responsibility for our own healing. Okay. So a trauma bind is not love, it is not your soulmate, it is a heinous bind brought on by abuse, okay? It's abuse. Recognize the trauma bind for what it is. Call it abuse. trauma bind is, you may be wondering how to identify if you are in one. A big one is going to be the cycle of abuse and affection. Okay? That means they so hot and cold. A healthy relationship for real love gives you a steady flow of dopamine and endorphins that keep you hooked. Whereas a trauma bind deprives you of affection and then gives you so much of it at one time and then withholds it again right you get stuck in an emotionally addictive cycle first you feel the tension building this is a breakdown in communication where you may feel like you're walking on eggshells you're afraid to say the wrong thing you don't want to set them off right and then the inevitable incident comes the blaming the argument the intimidation the verbal and emotional abuse exactly what you were trying so hard to not prevent somehow that gets triggered and it happens anyway but it doesn't last for long because you reconcile it's apologies excuses they deny or minimize the abuse and eventually you just kind of forget about it all is calm those may be filled with lots of sex with gifts with presents with dates right it's like the honeymoon phase they finally doing everything that you ever wanted them to do but in the back of your mind you know that it's not going to last long right um there's always a little bit of anxiety even in the honeymoon phase because slowly you know that there's tension building there and slowly you know that eventually you're going to set them off again so even in happy honeymoon times you still not happy you still not at peace Another telltale sign that you are in a trauma bind is 
when you crave the person who hurt you, when the cause and cure is them, deeply just wanting to be comforted by them, even though they're the person that hurt you, you just desire them, like, they're the person that broke you, but they're the only person that makes it better, like, they're the only person that understands. Also, if you feel like you're going crazy, like, they can't be this bad. Maybe it's me. Everybody around me can't be crazy. That's manipulation, okay? Also, when you deny or hide their harmful behavior to other people, you minimize it. You're scared of how other people will view them or view you from taking their disrespect. So you hide it, you cover it up, you say, oh, it's not that big of a deal, I don't even really care, or yeah, we talked about it before he did it, right? You start doing damage control so that other people don't realize that your relationship is as bad as it is. And that in itself brings isolation, right? And you feel like people don't understand, people can't relate to you. That's all a part of the manipulation that keeps you stuck in the trauma bind. Trauma, love, feelings, a trauma bind and your addiction to a person can be as strong and as difficult as a addiction to crack, okay? So isolating yourself and minimizing their behavior just keeps you even more stuck. difficult to recognize when you're in a trauma bind and if you know somebody and your head is screaming she's in a trauma bind and she doesn't even know it she probably is because our brain does something called disassociation that is like a safety switch that gets engaged by traumatic experiences it's like going into shock for your emotions right so she probably doesn't see it her brain knows that she does not have the emotional or mental capacity to process the trauma that she is living every day so she really does detach she really does create degrees of separation from her abuse from her reality right she doesn't even see it happening and the first step to leaving a trauma bind is usually on behalf of your abuser. It's usually when they disregard you in the most painful way possible. When you at your lowest point and you really, really need them, they don't show up for you. And they probably reject you for a long time. And in their rejection, you figure out, hey, maybe I don't miss being ghastly. Maybe I don't miss being manipulated so much. Maybe being alone isn't so bad. You start to open your throat chakra and speak your truth. You start to see how traumatized you really are. You start to set boundaries, right, to protect yourself. You learn to self-soothe and comfort yourself. You practice mindfulness because you started to accept that no matter how many times you call, they're not going to answer the phone. They're not going to show up for you. You start showing up for yourself. And you don't take nothing that you could have stayed with them for. That means that your tolerance for bullshit is decreased because you promise yourself that you are not going to find yourself in a similar situation, right? Some other signs that you're healing is that you move slow in intimate relationships. And we acknowledge red flags because we see that minimizing, reducing red flags when people show us who they were 
and then we take the apology even though we should have denied them access you pay attention to those things you date differently you talk to yourself differently trauma vibes are showing up and disrupting your life crying all the time feeling like your throat chakra is just blocked so no matter how you try you cannot explain yourself without the need to cry trauma vibes shadow your self-worth your trust in yourself and others your safety and your ability to trust people even when they are telling the truth it might also come up as keeping your truth hidden to avoid conflict. And because of that, you never really know what you think. You never really speak your mind. You say you take the path of least resistance. You do not speak the truth. You speak what is less likely to lead to an argument. This could also show up as extreme independence. You used to the person being so hot and cold and never knowing if you truly can depend on them or not. And you're tired of them letting you down when you really, really need them. You just become hyperly independent and say you don't need them. You got it. So in reality, you don't have to admit to yourself that you're very disappointed that they lack the capacity to show up for you. This also shows up as people-pleasing behavior and not taking action for fear of punishment or rejection. What they'll think, how they'll treat me, how long they'll give me the silent treatment. So because of that, you don't take action and you never truly live out your life's purpose. are difficult to heal because we learn this behavior in childhood we start to equate abuse with love growing up because our parents will shut down on us give us the silent treatment after they beat us or chastise us never offer us an apology or a time to speak our truth or our voice our feelings so we internalize those but we know that we have to eat so we learn to take food or gifts as apology we never get our feelings validated we never get to speak on it so in, in we just learned that's a child's place and that love hurts even when it comes from a parent so we grow up to find partners who follow the same emotionally abusive patterns of shutting down, withholding affection, giving us gifts instead of apologies that our abusive parents did. Because subconsciously, we've already accepted that we'll never be good enough. And no matter what we do or how hard we try, they will always find something to complain about. So instead of putting that blame off on our partner, we internalize it. We feel guilt. We feel remorse. We feel less than because we truly believe that we just did not do a good job, that we just are not worthy of love. triggers and you're not easily as triggered because you start to realize that they had everything to do with them and their trauma and the horrible person that they are and nothing to do with you you don't take it personally and when you are triggered you could quickly calm down and return back to your normal state faster because now you've had a chance to see what your normal state is 
what your normal vibe is, what your peace is, and you can easily return to somewhere that you've been before, whereas in a relationship where you never had it, you didn't know what it was. Your emotional intelligence improves. Feelings of powerless and helplessness change to confidence and self-worth, inner strength. You correct that negative self-talk, self-sabotage. You no longer ashamed. You don't feel guilty. You know that what you went through has everything to do with the people that put you through it. And that they were just on assignment from spirit. And maybe it's not their time to heal. So you really don't take it personal. And you really live a life free. That is truly how you forgive. That is how you get to your happiness. That's how you find your inner peace. That's how you let go when you can label it as a trauma bind and not love. Not your soulmate, not your karmic partner, a trauma bind. When you can accept that it wasn't love, it wasn't a fairy tale, it's not supposed to last forever, they were supposed to teach you how to set boundaries and gain self-control, their purpose is done, now you can release them. today somebody new go slow ask questions do not ignore or minimize the red flags set green flags for you positive communication empathy consistency accountability make sure that they have all of the traits that a typical narcissist would not display here's some affirmations for you i am safe in the here and now i am worthy of respect i am opening my heart and learning to trust again I am focusing on the things that I can control today. It's okay to not be okay. Journaling prompts. How was I holding myself back in life through this relationship? Can I see now how I stopped myself from growing? Can I see the growth I have made as a person since this last relationship trauma? How have I become better through their actions? What did they teach you? What do you no longer accept? What new boundaries have you set? Thank them and release them in love and light. Blessings, y'all.